Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents both sides of the coin. time do you waste looking for great resources to aid your coaching on topics such as career, anxiety, confidence, time management, motivation and leadership so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. In today's podcast you find out where you can find practical tools to use even in the spur of the moment which you can brand and edit to fit your style of coaching. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a vigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named both sides of the coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention, what works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited senior coach, and I've been coaching for eight years, mainly in the area of career, transition and life coaching. Joining me today are Emma-Louise Elsie, who runs the Coaching Tools Company, and she's based in Canada, but her coaching resources have a global reach. And her client is Melissa Hankins. Melissa is a medical doctor and a coach with physicians and other high-achieving professionals who are on the verge of or experiencing burnout and Melissa uses Emma's tools. Welcome both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Emma-Louise, let me ask you some questions first and then we'll flip over the coin and go to Melissa if that's okay. That's absolutely fine. Lovely. So Emma-Louise, please tell me more about yourself. Um, When I came across coaching in my early 30s, the idea that um, our thoughts create how we feel about things and that we can actually choose a new way of thinking Um, Well, it really blew my mind. And now I really love to play with taking intangible things, concepts, thoughts and feelings, and then write and create tools and exercises that help people see themselves in their world in a whole new way. Um, At Coaching Tools Company, which is what we're talking about today, we share coaching resources that save coaches time and boost their confidence and also help grow their clients. But I've also just launched a new website called Fierce Kindness, that I hope will be my legacy. Well, that's exciting if you set something up to to be a legacy. Can you tell us more about that as well? I really believe that kindness makes the world a better place, but um, kindness alone isn't really enough. We need a bit more courage out there in the world, not just kindness, but courage, so that more people do the right thing and not just what's easy. And I think an important part of that is connecting to yourself because when people are happier and more content, that's when they really can see the issues in the world and have the clarity and the energy to do something about it. So our tagline for that is um, change the world, start with you. And so a lot of the tools that you create are self-discovery tools to help people understand who they are. Yes, absolutely. And to raise their awareness about their behaviors. So who am I? What's important to me? Why am I doing this? Or I think our most popular tool is actually a free tool, the Wheel of Life. Um, It's probably because it's free and also because every coach knows about the Wheel of Life. It's also just endlessly flexible. The Wheel of Life doesn't just have to be life balance. You can change the quadrant names. You can use it for executive coaching to define leadership. We sell a lot of um, one called the Life Map, which helps people plot the highs and lows of their life. So it's really great at the start of a coaching engagement. So Um, The daily success habits tool, 
um, coaching goals specifically to help the client decide what it is they want to work on with their coach. And I think that's super important so that as coaches, we can be super clear that we're helping the client actually achieve what they want when they, they pay us, we, we offer a service. So also um, uh, vision worksheets, um, the action priority matrix, which I love because um, it helps people identify quick wins. It's a, it's a fun concept to help people look at the effort that they put in and uh, how big the results are and helps people sort of identify quick wins. So it's a great career tool. So as coaches, how reliant on tools should we be? Um, I think that's a really great question. And the answer is, I don't think we should rely on coaching tools at all. Um, for me, uh, coaching tools are a supplement to the coaching. Um, I mean, yes, there are admin forms. Like I mentioned, the welcome pack it, with lots of admin tools is, is one of our, is, is our most popular uh, product, but they just save time and standardize a process. And, and I think we should rely on that because that makes us look professional and organized. But um, I think coaching tools are like adding power tools to your toolbox. So coaches should work their coaching magic and use the coaching process, but then use specific exercises and tools to boost their clients' um, awareness and growth. And I think when a coach over relies on the tools, it tends to be because they're new to coaching and perhaps feeling a little um, lacking in confidence or they're not trusting the coaching process. So I think that changes over time. Um, and whilst I think coaching tools can be a great way to help in the beginning feeling more confident, they should not be a crutch. So the IAPCM is an accreditation body. Why do you think accreditation for coaches is important? So this question really made me think, Jenny, because um, we're a new profession. It's really not that well understood by the general public. Um, there's also a lot of misinformation in the media and through word of mouth. So whilst you and I <laughs> may know what coaching is, and we know it's not counseling and therapy, we know it's not mentoring, it's not consulting, uh, we know a lot about it was what it isn't. Um, it's not solutions, advice, it's not about being a cheerleader. But if you don't have coach-specific training, you don't know that. And I, I also see a lot of questions from coaches online that suggest, suggest a really concerning lack of understanding about where to draw the line between coaching and therapy, or people who think that coaching is just about offering life advice. So to circle back to accreditation, um, accreditation is, is for me, it's a step beyond coach-specific training. Coaches who get accredited are those who've put the time, energy, and money not only to get the coach-specific training, but they're now saying, I value this profession, I take it seriously, and I want others to as well. So I think we need regulation and I think we need accreditation so that it be, we be become more seriously taken as a profession. And um, one of the examples, I was trying to think how you would do that. Like if you have letters after your name, it, it hopefully begins to get recognized by the media and general public. It shows that um, accreditation shows that coaching has a unique skill set. It can be measured and that it's a, a discipline in its own right. Plus, you get the ethics and professionalism, um, which get um, really shared by an accreditation body. So I think without accreditation bodies like the IAPCNM, the risk is that coaching gets defined by whoever shouts the loudest. Thank you so much for your time, Emma-Louise, today. Let's flip the coin and speak to your client, Melissa. Melissa, tell me about yourself. 
Well, my background is as a psychiatrist for a couple of decades, and uh, and I came to coaching. Uh, I got certified as an executive coach actually in 2008 when I uh, was pregnant with my son, and I realized maybe I don't want to stay in medicine forever. And uh, I became a burnout specialist really after experiencing my own level of burnout as a physician and realizing that the things that I valued were not in alignment with how I was living my life, both professionally and personally. And, uh, and I recognized that physicians, especially female physicians and other high achievers, were really in that position of this go, 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 little time, if any, for self-reflection. And, and so really helping the, the physicians and high achievers that I work with who have become really disillusioned in a lot of ways. So for this group, the Physicians and High Achievers, why did you start using some of Emma Louise's tools? Because they're concrete, that kind of segue into coaching feels familiar to them because a lot of high achievers like to be in control. Please could you give me a client example of when you've used a tool and what the result was? One of my favorite tools is uh, some of the visioning tools because a lot of my clients were so cerebral. So visioning and, and having that, that uh, experience can sometimes be difficult, especially when you're in this, in this space. So I had a, a client, uh, we would just work together verbally and I would ask her questions about trying to visualize and and what she really wanted to create and she just couldn't do it. She just was really, really stuck. It, it seems odd, but I gave her the visioning exercise. There's this beautiful rocking chair visioning exercise that uh, is is written out and for her to actually see it written out uh, and it was very helpful to her because she could see the words and then that somehow helped her to visualize. Whereas talking about it in a verbal manner was not something that was able to catapult her in that way. And so it was just a good learning tool for me or learning exercise for me that even though I may be verbalizing something to a client, sometimes having it in the written form, uh, and even if it's almost the same material, but having it in a written form to be able to give to the client will really help them in their own safety uh, of uh, being able to, to work through something. And she, she was so excited by the vision she created from that. That's a great um, example. Thank you. So what would you say to coaches who don't yet have a set of tools to hand? Oh, I think it's great for new coaches as well as experienced coaches to have something to help give you more confidence and just even reassure some of your instincts. And then for coaches who have been in, in the game for a while to really be able to go back and say, oh, wait, let me see if there's some other tool or way to approach something that I haven't been using for a while or that 
I have forgotten about, or just really helping to create your own tool by using these as a guide. Thanks very much, Melissa. And thank you so much, Emma Louise. And Emma Louise Coaching Tools can be found at thecoachingtoolscompany.com. We're confident that anybody who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be amongst the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're somebody who's interested in having some coaching or mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.